Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to What We Said Podcast. I'm Chelsea. And I'm JC. And we're very excited to have you here with us. And we have two very special guests that have actually already been on the podcast. Very special and handsome guests. The handsomest. The most handsomest. Please (laughs) welcome Leif, my husband. Hello. And Nick, Chelsea's husband. What's up, guys? So excited, guys. This is going to be great. You guys have been highly requested. Again, no joke. We get messages all the time that says that say bring the husbands back. I'm thrilled to be here. We said we have to get back together with them. Dang. Yeah. So here Do we, we are. Do we have to record under this blanket though? <laughs> As if we're like in a fort. <laughs> Can we I get built out of- this fort? <laughs> I built this tent for the podcast. <laughs> we're just sitting under there in our PJs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that'd be so fun. Yeah, actually, honestly, it would be fun goals okay we're doing a marriage q a today we asked you guys if you had questions about marriage and you guys delivered some some real good questions lots of questions as well lots we'll try and get through these but we want your input you guys and we'll give our input as well so should we just hop right on in yeah let's just hop right in okay the first question is what is the best way to prepare for marriage Uh, can't (laughs) Eh, not possible. I'm gonna give really, my. Though. I'm gonna give my answer first. Okay. I think the best way to prepare for marriage is to prepare yourself mm-hmm. and kind of think of the qualities that you want in someone and be that before you expect anyone else to be that. True. I second that answer because a lot of people are that are in the dating world are like searching for their perfect match, but they don't necessarily they want someone who is super successful super kind super whatever yeah but they're not even that so yes what is that successful kind person looking for probably someone else who's the same successful or whatnot but what do you guys think going along with that once you're more confident in yourself you know what you're looking for a little more in a person in a person yeah that's i would say date around you know once you start dating, you figure out. We know out. you feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like the best way to to learn what you want in a person, in a spouse. So, yeah, date around. Okay, I have the next question. Okay. Who do you talk to when you need to vent about marriage, but you also don't want to tell people about your marriage? This is a good question. Nick, what are your thoughts? Probably God. 
Oh, wow. That's oh, a good getting answer. deep. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I think that marriage is pretty sacred where you don't want to go around talking to yeah. everybody, especially about like intimate details of your marriage. But yeah, I think if it's like lighthearted, then you can talk to your friends and family members if you're in somewhat of a fight, I guess, like a mm-hmm. small fight. But yeah, I think praying about it probably. Ah. Yeah, should we, should, we, should we get into that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. that's a good answer. Can I talk that's about a... God on this podcast? Yes, I, you can. No. no, I think that's good. I think for a long time, I always felt like I couldn't ever talk to anybody about anything with you. With just you? Because, well, I mean, just about me and Nick. Oh, 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 yeah. Because I felt like, oh, I can't betray you. Like, you can't go all around and like... Behind his back behind and his talk back, about but something. I but think now it's totally cool. I'm like, but now I tweet about you behind your back. <laughs> no, I think... It has to be people you trust. Like, I don't think it's cool to go in a group of people and then start talking crap about them. Like, because I've seen people do that where they go in and just like start talking mad smack. So you think that, and this is just a good question for everyone. Is it okay to say things that are personal? I know you need to talk with somebody about Mm -hmm. it, but if it's with someone who is. Well, I think there, I think you and your significant other know the limits. Yeah, that's what, what I was going to say. Because there are things where, like, me and JC will be talking about, and we're all just, like, just little things. Yeah. Like, we talk about you all the time. <laughs> oh, cool. Kidding. But just little things, you know, but it's like you would never go around and tell people their deepest, darkest secrets. Which, yeah, which yeah. is probably. You just have to know that line. I feel like anything I've ever told you or anyone else, it, would, it wouldn't be a shock to life. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's not... A secret. And it's not I... anything that if they found out that you told people, they would be bad about. No. You know, like, you know, yeah, you know the line. No. And I feel like if you're going to be doing something that's so embarrassing, that you should be ready for the repercussions of that being shared. That is true. Well, also, I was going to say, I think the reason that me and you share some things with each other is because I feel like you are similar to Leif and I'm similar to Nick. Yeah. So if you ever tell me something anything it's like i almost relate more to yeah, nick and true. i'm like oh i'm the same way and then she's like oh and then we almost it almost Thank helps you yeah, so helps. much jason <laughs> yeah it does it actually helps yeah because we're both unorganized messes <laughs> yes. no but i also think it's good for your relationship to have that person whether it be like a friend you trust who is not going to start hating your significant other if you tell them something that frustrates you like for me if it's like if you tell your mom or if you're close with your mom or somebody else to be able to talk to them, I think is healthy for a relationship to talk to someone outside. Yeah. This is an extreme case, but even in the case of an abusive relationship, it's like those, the main problem there is that the person never told somebody early. They never, they always kept it between them because they felt like, well, this is my marriage. Yeah. But then later on they're like, well, you never told anyone. Well, and what I was going to say is, oh, sorry, Leif. Someone who's really on the outside and has an unbiased outlook and opinion would be like a counselor. That's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's a great option. Yeah, it's true. I Therapist. agree. Because it's not, I don't think it's really gossiping then. You're more venting and they're helping you with your problems and yeah, you just need to And you have that, that confidentiality yeah. Yeah. with them too. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I like it. And if you guys, if like we both were to go or if two people in the relationship went, it's even better. Yeah. Or is that what you were saying? 
Well, either. We might as well yeah, cut that either. out. Or, yeah. No, no. Oh, let's let's cut. <laughs> Everything that they say, that's kind of yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll cut that Scratch out. That. No, but for real, we should probably cut that out. What's this? I'm not kidding. <laughs> okay. No, okay. I think that was good. Now we're just ruining it. Okay. Yeah. So this was, I think, the most frequently asked question that I saw was, how did you know that they were the one? And a lot of people said, I've heard the phrase, when you know, you know. But how do you know? Yeah. You know? You know? <laughs> I know, you know. So, do you guys have an answer for that? I feel like there's no such thing as, like, the one, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Plus, but it's like, awesome. I'm like, oh, you have two. <laughs> as much as I love my beautiful and sweet wife, I don't think there's just one for... Yeah. And I think everyone's probably co-aligned in that. Well, Some yeah. people really believe in soulmates and, like, fate and stuff, though. Well, I, we were talking about this in, in our last podcast, or maybe two podcasts ago, but... My mom told me one time that if soulmates don't exist, it's almost more romantic to choose somebody and know that it's your choice that you picked that person and you committed. That's more romantic than, oh, this the universe placed this person in my lap. Totally. Yeah. So I, I agree to work with that. for it more. So you don't think I'm your soulmate? Awesome. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I feel like it is kind of something that people say to people to have when you're in that romantic kind of blinded phase of you're my soulmate where it's like yeah. well maybe that's blinding you from other things that could yeah be whatever. but i well, feel but, like the question still stands yeah how did how did you know that chelsea was the one though for you oh, yeah. hmm. I, I there was can't. a lot of things like i had multiple signs that i felt like chelsea was the one i was absolutely just twitter pated when i met her everything about her and um there was some other like stupid things like when I'd be in the car and like listen to a song on the radio that would have like lyrics remotely similar to the situation I was in. I'm like, that's a sign. So I would start yeah. relating things that I would want to like fit my narrative of like my idea of, of marrying Chelsea. Yeah. And I just kind of went with that and took those feelings and continued on with it. As signs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you knew way before I knew because I was going to say I didn't even know like right when we met, it wasn't like, this is the man I'm going to marry. It was like actually the opposite. Like, wow, he kind of wants to marry me. Like, I'm kind of freaked out. <laughs> it wasn't the opposite. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I don't know. I think there comes a point in time where you think, at least for me, where I just realized like what I wanted in a husband and you were that. And so it was like, okay, this is what I want. Like, I'm willing to make that commitment and whatever comes, comes. I think for me, it was that marriage didn't scare me with life at all. Ooh. And I remember kind of, you know, I, f- I feel like whoever you date, you kind of picture marriage with them at some point, even mm-hmm. if you're not even serious, super serious with them yet. It's just like a thought because it's like, why would I continue to date you if there's literally not a chance yeah. we're getting married? Um, so I had like pictured marrying other people. And there were always aspects of it that I was just like, I am not, like, I do not want to marry them. Mm-hmm. Or there was something that it was just, Off. I didn't feel right about it at all. And picturing marriage, like, when we got to that point where we both, I think, both kind of knew, like, it didn't scare me at all. It just, I mean, yeah, it's kind of a new thing and it's scary a little bit, but it more, I just felt like so much peace and comfort with that thought that. It just felt so right to me. I don't yeah. know. That's the only way I can describe it. It is. There's like just one feeling. And 
when people are like, well, what is it? It's like, you just... You can't. You can't. That's why people say when you know, you know. Yeah. Because there's just, no way to say it. Yeah. I, I think peace is a good way to put it. What do you think, Leifers? I was going to say exactly what you said. I would picture marriage with other people and then picture it with you. And it just felt like so right. Yeah. And so comfortable. So I think when you know, you know is good. And just don't stress about it. Just... Because when you know, when it comes, it you'll comes. know. <laughs> yeah, it's like you kind of just have to wait. Yeah, until you feel it. You can't be like, okay, but what is this it? Because if is you're asking yourself that, then probably yeah, not. Then it's probably not. Because I remember when we were talking about marriage, I like prayed and I was like kind of asking for like a confirmation. Like, is okay? Is this is this really happening? And I just remember feeling like peace, and I started bawling because I was like, yay. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> As she's bawling. <laughs> Yay. Yay! No more first dates. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever had to choose? I think this is a really good one for both of our situations. Have you ever had to choose who takes priority as far as chasing your dreams goes? My husband and I both have big goals, and in order to get where we want to be, we kind of need to go all in, but we would probably never see each other if we both chased our separate dreams fully. So while my husband is in school and then entering his career in film, I've chosen to take a back seat and be his supporter, but I also have found a dream I want to chase, so I'm wondering if you've experienced something like this. What do you think, Nickers? I think it's pretty re relevant. I feel like that's part of marriage, though, is making those sacrifices. And yeah. there's going to be different times where I feel like it should be kind of, I don't know. Even? Yeah, I mean, there's it depends on the relationship. There's other people who might not really care for chasing something Yeah. big. Well, um, I, it's unfortunate when it happens at the same time that you both find these opportunities. But if you really want it, you can still do it. Yeah. Is That's my opinion. If you want what, you can still do what. If you want to go after something like a goal of yours or a job or business. Then you can make it work. There's then, really no excuse. Yeah, you should just do it. Yeah. And ignore your spouse? Sure. If that's what you want. <laughs> but I mean, like, if that's, if that's like eating at them, then I think the spouse would understand yeah. if he or she is pursuing their dream. Yeah. So I don't think it should be tied down in any way. Well, Leif... Leif's nodding at me very, very oh. much. So I was, very yeah, aggressively. I <laughs> yes. Yeah, I feel like in marriage, it's always, I mean, I feel like for us, it's a back and forth of like supporting each other. And if if I'm supporting JC in her dreams, she's going to feel that. She's going to feel that support and that love and want to give that back to me. And she'll give me my time to do my things. Well, which, it's like my time to shine. <laughs> Hopefully coming soon. <laughs> In yeah. this next year, I have yeah. big plans for you. <laughs> no, but it's true. Like, because you support me so much, you know that when the time comes that you, you know, you had something else that you wanted to do, I would support you fully because you have done the same for me. Yeah. You guys are both freaking talented. So. True. Well, thanks, Nick. Yeah, it is hard, though, when I feel like kind of we're in that space right now where we don't see each other that much because we're both doing so many different things. But we still are good. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like our relationship is better because we You're both have more that fulfilled. equal support. Yeah, and we both... Yeah, exactly. Okay. This is... This may be controversial. Okay. Can someone teach me how to say that word? I still don't Didn't know. you say it right? I don't know. Controversial? Controversial. Controversial. Con controversial. Controversial. Is that right? Okay, cool. No clue. 
Um, don't know, don't care. Okay, a few <laughs> different people said, do you recommend living together before you get married? And we obviously don't know the difference. The difference. So neither Chelsea and I, we both didn't live with them before. We started living together right after we got married. So we don't, I don't feel like I can really say if I think that that's, if I would recommend that. So we're religious. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like, okay, a lot of people are like, why'd you get married young? Like, why do people get married young in our first yeah. thing too? And I feel like weirdly we didn't address like kind of why the reasoning, which it's not anything, it's not a secret, but it, yeah. we're, all of us are religious people. And just to be completely honest, like we all did not have sex before marriage yeah. and that's a big reason that a lot of people that are religious get married yeah. young. Not literally just for that, but it's like you're, you're not about to date for five years. Yeah. So it just wouldn't work. So Yeah, you're kind of in a hurry. You're kind of in a more of a rush. Well, also you you have this because you can't do that and, you, and you're not living together, you can't really start a life together. So it's like getting married is when you start that life instead of some people date for years, but they are already building that life together. Right. When you're dating in that scenario, it, it's so hard to start a life together. Dating in so what separate. scenario? In just when like, you're not living together. Yeah, when you're stuff. not yeah. living together, when you're not, you know. That makes know. sense. I feel like it would take like When you're not the... banging. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but a lot of people, a lot of people do say like, living together before is so necessary yeah and I can see now I understand that now that I'm married I get how that would be helpful Mm -hmm. to like know you just know Know them better when you live with them you know you know so much more about and you know so much more about them and there's nothing this sounds bad but there's nothing they can hide or you can hide because you're just living together yeah so it's like I get how that could be helpful but also, we just didn't do that. So I we can't say that that... Also, it was like us living together was the first year of our marriage. So it's kind of just like, when are you going to tie the knot before or after? You know? Yeah. But anyway. I don't know. Advice in that area, I don't know. There's my... There's my... Yeah, two we, cents on that. Neither of us didn't and we're still standing, so... Okay. What do you do when one of you isn't ready for marriage yet, but you know you want to get married in the next few years? Wait until you're both ready (laughs) i was gonna say this earlier like when you know when you know you know it's like okay sometimes when you know yeah when you know they don't know you have to wait for the other person you can't forcing is a horrible idea yeah it's like if you think you're ready but they're not ready then you're not ready together yeah a couple you're not ready you both have to be and don't push the envelope either yeah Yeah. let it happen in their own time i'd say just patience for that one what about if neither of you want to get married? Like, should you still get married? <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. I don't know. What if we both don't get along and don't want to get married? <laughs> what if I hate his guts and everything about his personality? Should I marry him? Is he rich? Sure. <laughs> Is he rich? Then yes. Okay. Um, how do you deal with personality changes that were not there when you got married initially? Nick, you want to answer that? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, sorry for my repulsiveness right now. Um, you were saying me because I know that my personality, like I, I'm very much introverted. But oh, I also... was saying I, I feel like I kind of came full force after we got married and was like, surprise, I have an eating disorder. <laughs> oh, that wasn't, that wasn't a big deal. 
Also, that wasn't a surprise, was it? No. Eh, not really, kind of, but. I feel like I was more of a surprise where I'm usually, like, really outgoing, but I feel like since we've been Well, married... you warned me before that you were <laughs> very introverted. Nick just needs his alone time. A lot of it. Yeah. From everybody. And I think for a long time, I took it personally that he just needed so much alone time for me that I, he hated being with me. But I kind of had to realize that in order to get the best version of Nick, I needed to have him have his alone time. That makes sense. Yeah. But with personality changes in marriage, I feel like you just have to evolve with each other. You both are going to evolve all the time. You, you, It would be weird if they stayed the exact same person from the time they were 20 to the time they're 60 you know so your relationship when they evolves. inevitably die <laughs> at the age of 60 when everybody <laughs> dies <laughs> no that's i yeah i think grow with each other and not apart yeah. is kind of the main yeah. goal but and let each other grow i think is important yeah but what if someone like i've actually heard this before i was telling life where it's like s- s- someone will say my husband got so controlling after we got married like, he wasn't like that when you're dating. And I'm just like, hmm. that? Like, you know, when it's kind of... Starts with a D, ends with a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, dude. Thanks. <laughs> uh, but seriously, it's like when it's kind of a scary, toxic trait like that. I'm like, ooh. That is scary. I don't know about that one. I mean, it's it's different if it's like, I feel like maybe, I don't know. What do you think changed? What do you think about me has changed since we got married? Because the only thing I could think of was maybe that I'm more emotional or something. I think that's a, a common one for girls. Because, well, we've talked about this before, but when you, you get married, so when you're dating, at least for us, like how we were dating, like we said, we didn't live together before and it would just be like, Leif would go to work, I would have, I would do my work stuff and then we would meet up at like 6 p.m. and hang out until mm-hmm. 1 a.m. and then go. To, but it's like they're only getting you for six hours out of the day and when now that we work together 24-7, it's like, you're getting me 24 hours of a day so yeah. i'm bound to have moments where i like have a meltdown have a meltdown and you're gonna see that i don't know mm-hmm. do you think i've changed well, for me i mean no i just see more of you you know and that's okay for me because it's it sounds cheesy but it's like i have true love for you Aww. and i'm Aww. able to look past that and see you for He's like, look past your horrible qualities. <laughs> the wonderful lady you are. Oh, that was Aww, sweet. You know, you, you have to be humble in marriage. It's not just a bright, blissful, fun time. It's yeah. a hard thing. Yours isn't. Ours is awesome. 24-7. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have to yeah. be humble. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, very good trait to have in marriage. Nick is very good at saying sorry first. So is Leif. Very I good at a hard it. time. One, two, three. I'm sorry. 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 <laughs> nah, Leif's faster. <laughs> Leif's more humble. Leif's more humble. Three's hard. Um, <laughs> got you that time. Uh, okay. This is a good question. How do you choose which family to spend time with each holiday? This is a good question for both one. of us. <laughs> the one that has the, the most one, money. Yeah. <laughs> the one the that buys presents. you the most. <laughs> no, this is good for both of us because both of jc and life's family live in arizona and nick and i's family both live in arizona pretty close to each other so it's hard a lot of people really struggle with this i feel like it's never been that much of an issue for us i mean it's only been two years that we've had to do this i guess it's hard it's a little bit harder because both mine and life's parents are divorced Mm -hmm. so we have four families oh yeah but i think all of our families are pretty understanding about it and they're pretty cool 
we're lucky in that regard because I don't know neither of us have psycho parents who are like you need to be spending time with us like they kind of just let us do our thing yeah that's and nice. we try and use our best judgment and split up the time evenly yeah I think when other families start getting super controlling about it it makes the person want to spend less time with them yeah with that tie of the family because we it's kind of the same for us like we kind of make a good judgment like well we were here all day so maybe we should go back over there or I think when we have kids it might change a little bit I think we might be more put in because right now we kind of do two Thanksgivings in the same day and two Christmases in the same day but yeah I feel like it's important to like understand that it's not them making the decision to like your parents yeah or your parents-in-law that like it's ultimately up to you you and then yeah it's like your own then family. setting that expectation like early on that they're not that you're not gonna be like manipulated yeah. or that's what i said to Leif. i said early on like it's not like either of our parents are controlling but you want them to know it's like this is our family now you yeah. know even though we don't have kids it's like totally we're this is our life and it, not to sound rude but it's like we'll do what we is think convenient is or what not what it's convenient <laughs> we'll do that what benefits us the most <laughs> no, that's not horrible i just mean like sometimes we'll have so much work and it's like you know we just can't mm-hmm. we can't make it what's the word i'm looking for just can't make it happen yeah like certain things and that i wish we could but that our life right now doesn't permit because we live out of the state or whatever so i'm just saying yeah be more straight up yeah just it. be more honest it's like sorry yeah. we can't come to this year's christmas dinner or christmas breakfast or something yeah so usually it's like they'll pout about it for a second, but it is what it is. It is it's, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. And like you said, once you have kids, it'll probably be different. But anyway, what someone said. That's good. Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say that same exact thing. Okay. Someone asked, is it hard to choose which side of the bed to sleep on? And honestly, yes. Yeah. Me and Nick. What often, side do you sleep on, Chelsea? I like to sleep on the side closest to the door. I sleep on the side closest to the door yeah, i sleep on the like, left that's side a, that's farthest away from like the back wall what so, back wall well i guess that doesn't make sense if you can't yeah. see our room but but right now <laughs> our bed wall. our bed is kind of up against a wall the side of it so i like to be on the side that's not closed in and okay gotcha. and so does nick so i think it's a natural yeah you don't like thing. he says he can't wake up in the morning if he's not on the other side of the bed <laughs> i'm on the left side and we pretty much stick to that. Yeah. Good boy. <laughs> okay. How do you work out finances in a marriage? A lot of people ask, like, separate bank accounts, same bank account. A lot of people had that question. Again, Leif and I have had... So, we have a combined bank account, and that's just how it's always been for us. Mm-hmm. So, don't know any different. Can't really give advice either. Yeah. I can only say that it's worked for us, but... I also think we have a unique situation where we work together. So I don't really know. Do you guys have a separate bank accounts or one? Well, we've had multiple bank accounts. Um, some of them shared, some of them not. Okay. So yeah, I think we've like, never really had like a joint joint bank account. Like we've never. It's something that we're like. Well, <laughs> we we have, but it's not. I I, I don't really. Yeah, but. That wasn't because really I started, joint. I started some businesses and I've had to open up business checking accounts and things like that. Yeah. Where Chelsea might not have been directly involved in that business, then I haven't, to be honest, had a shared bank account in that regard. Yeah. But yeah. through our personal accounts, we've had shared bank accounts. Yeah. 
I think it's in my mind it it makes sense to have I don't know I it's so different when everyone has such different jobs and situations I don't really know but to me I like that it's together because I feel like it's ours together and we can hold each other accountable for every purchase it's like yeah there's no secrets you know what I mean no I think that's good it's just like everything's right there but yeah again I don't know I've I've heard two ways like people are so adamant like do not have separate bank accounts and then I've heard a lot of people say you should have one joint and then maybe your own separate one so that you have like one where you pay the bills and where you have all that stuff and then maybe separate like savings or credit cards or something where it's just separate but we've we've had separate ones for like credit score reasons to keep our credits separate and then We've been wanting a joint bank account, but and Nick always says, "Okay, go set it up," and I just never set it up. So yeah, it's kind of a logistics matter. Yeah, just, just but but done. again, it's like I, I think it depends on the circumstance completely because I at this point trust you. Like I don't. Moving up. It's <laughs> like at this point, yep. You've been trust a good. You now. <laughs> you've been a good boy. You've been a good good boy. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I trust you, so I don't. You know, need to be. I, I've like my mom was, everything. My mom was saying the other day, like, "Oh well, do you ever tell him to do this?" And I was like, "I have." There's one thing I've learned in this marriage, and it's that nothing gets accomplished by telling the other person what to do. What did Stephanie want me to do? I don't remember. Hmm. We'll call her. <laughs> Put her on the show. <laughs> we call her like, "Mom, what do you think about joint bank accounts?" Maybe. Yeah, it's hard to see the other side because we've never been there. Yeah, but. I like having a joint bank account. We make all of our purchases together. And yeah, no secrets, no hiding. Yeah, everything's out it's there. It's just, it's pretty easy. Yeah, cool. But how am I going to get Uber Eats all the time? Yeah. With Chelsea not getting mad at me. That's the thing. <laughs> I need We need a joint bank account so I can see how much Panda you're getting. So I know how much Panda. health insurance we need. It. That's what you say, like every three months. Panda is nasty. Okay. Just so sad. What do you get at Panda? Orange chicken. You can't get anything else. Yeah. It's the best. Chow mein or rice? Mixed. Wow. Getting crazy. Okay. How do you continue to grow in love with your spouse? Wait, that was so... My next one was things to do to keep dating your spouse. So I feel like that's the same thing. Yeah. I was thinking surprises. Surprising Mm -hmm. them with little things. Doesn't even have to be a gift. Just like... Well, I guess flowers are a gift, but it's coming home with flowers or surprising them with a little thing. I don't know what. Even just like, I'm going to give you a massage tonight. Whatever. Just little surprises or um, setting up date nights, I think, is a really good way. We don't do this enough. Like, usually our date nights are kind of just on the fly, but I always love when we do set up a date night. We're like, okay, on Thursday or whatever, on Friday night, we're going to go to dinner and a movie. And then I'm like excited for it. And then we rarely do that. It's most of the time just on, on the them. fly. Yeah. Why do you feel like it makes such a big difference? I'm curious because that's, that's cool. To just like keep dating? It's just, you mean to set up date nights and stuff? Yeah, the difference of when you set it up um, rather than doing it on the fly. Happen. I don't know. I feel like it's, you're making it a priority. Yeah. Instead of just like, oh, we have free time. We could do this together. It's like. I want to spend time with you. I want to like do something fun together where we're not working 
and set a time that. Yeah, for me, it's something that I look forward to and I'm, I'm excited about. Yeah. And you just put work behind you. You know that this night is for the date night and you just have fun together. That makes sense. Yeah. That's cool. So you're not like thinking about yeah. a bunch of other things while you're in that moment. Mm-hmm. You yeah. You kind of dedicate yeah. it. That's well, I think back to when we were dating, when we, we, we would go out to eat or go to a show or something like we wouldn't have our phones out. We wouldn't be texting or scrolling on Instagram. Like our phones would be away. Yeah. I think that's a huge thing that you can do to kind of switch it up and just put your phones away and listen to each other, look at each other. And I heard, I think I might've said this last time, but I heard a psychologist saying when you go to a restaurant, you can always tell which couples are dating and which couples are married because the couple that's married are looking around the -hmm. restaurant and the couples that are dating are looking at each other. So I mm-hmm. think, I don't know, I've made a subconscious effort to like always look at you when we're on dates or like try and, besides when we're in the car, then I get bored and I get on Instagram and he's like, where are we going? I'm like, oh, sorry. Car is not, not the best place for Chelsea and I. I'd <laughs> yeah. say like 60%, 70% of our fights are <laughs> in the car. From the car. I know. And then they usually get solved like. By the time we're getting out. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> not, not all the time, but yeah. we try. Unless I make a dramatic exit out the car. Yeah, unless you, you slam the door. <laughs> yeah. I love slamming the door. Um, I love slamming the door. <laughs> uh, I was also going to say that getting dressed up every once in a while yeah. is fun. I've, I don't know. I rarely do that, honestly. But it's fun and it makes it feel more special. Yeah. I like. I do like when we go on dates after work and... What are you guys doing? Oh, Nothing plotting against us yes. they like make uh, eye contact with the, this is now. the time <laughs> attack <laughs> um doing sign language to each other <laughs> they're like now they're like mario kart they literally just leave <laughs> um i forgot what i was gonna say rad <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about dates and like getting dressed up oh i will say i like when you are at work and you'll be like okay i'm coming to pick you up at seven and it kind of feels like we're dating again because you like come pick me up and I like take time to get ready and put my makeup on which is a very rare event these days but you don't need it oh thanks no it is fun I think it all comes down to doing something out of the ordinary once yeah. you're married you kind of get stuck in the same routine you go to the same restaurants yeah. you go yes there. just switching it up yeah it Trying is fun to new. do different things like we went to a play the other day and I was like we should do this more often nice actually you said that yeah. Yeah. Wow, Nick. yeah Nick. <laughs> wow, what a guy. What play what was a guy. it? Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol. Oh, cool. All right, we're going to take a quick little break to talk about our amazing sponsor for today's episode. Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community and they have over 25,000 classes, you guys, which is insane. They have classes from everything, design, business, photography, literally anything you want to learn, you can find it on Skillshare. There's so much variety. And what's cool is that this is not just for artistic people. Um, I've seen a lot of photographers and creatives um, promote for this, but they have a ton of different classes about literally everything to help you develop lots of different skills. The class that me and JC are going to take this week is called business planning for creatives we're going to take it together that way we can talk about it after we're done talk about what we learned and this is a great idea if you want to do it with a friend maybe you want to do it with a spouse you guys can hold each other accountable talk about what you talk about what you learned great idea love it if you guys already failed on your new year's resolutions like me 
Just kidding. I'm actually doing pretty good. But um, it is never too late to pick it back up again, sign up for some classes and learn a new skill or just improve on one you already have. And Skillshare is cool because it's a subscription site. And when you pay the subscription, you get unlimited access to all the classes. And like I said before, there are over 25,000. So there are so many to pick from. Skillshare is offering you guys two months free, which is amazing. That's right, you guys heard that correct. Skillshare is offering our beautiful, amazing, what we said listeners, two months of unlimited access to those 25,000 classes for free. So sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash what we said. Again, that is Skillshare.com slash what we said to start your two months of learning now. That's Skillshare.com slash what we said. Okay. Someone asked, what are our best tips for arguing less? I actually, a lot of times I speak before, or I um, speak before I think. So I'm just going to say what I feel is I feel like it's it's good to argue in a nice way. If you're speaking nice, if you have good tone, if you have good intentions with your arguments. So I would rephrase it as like a conversation. That's more of problem solving. Exactly. Yeah, you need to speak through things, so. So, like, uh. not subduing those feelings, but, like, I'm one that, like, if I feel something, I usually say it. I wear my emotions on my sleeve. Same. And I just, I don't want to carry those feelings around. I don't have time for it in my brain. So, I just will say it. And Dump it out. I will say you're very good at, like, neutralizing the situation. This is whenever we're having a discussion, quote, unquote, <laughs> and I start to get, like, I raise my voice a little bit, and Nick always says, Okay, I'm not going to talk to you if you're going to talk to me like that. I do not deserve to be talked to like that. Whoa. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm screaming at you. Does awesome. he wave his hand like that? Yeah, he goes, yep. <laughs> snaps in a Z formation. No, he actually goes like this. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good because in the moment, I usually think. That doesn't usually help. Or, though, I, I or I'll like, if I'm really mad, I'll be like, I'm not yelling. Do you want to hear me yell or something? Oh, but- Chelsea, no, <laughs> that just- is not true. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, I am so... And he goes super sane. Yeah. Chelsea doesn't like when, if she's raising her voice, which doesn't happen very often when I talk softer or like more quiet. No, he doesn't. On, this is why. Well, I'm. what I was going to say is most of the time that's my first in- instinct is to be a little more mad when he says, okay, I won't be talked to like that. Because just it's like, but then I have to, over time, I've just realized, okay, yeah, you're right. And it, I have to take a step back and start talking nicely again. And it kind of is hard for me to speak. When I'm super mad well, yeah, for me to speak thing. nice. It's a hard thing, but you have to work on understanding one another. You have yeah. to get to an understanding or else I feel like our arguments get um, blown out of proportion when we aren't feeling like we understand each other. Yeah. Yeah. But if there's an understanding first and like. And if we go into an argument, but more of a conversation with like, if I say, okay, life. I've just been thinking about this and I totally understand this. And Mm -hmm. and we start like that, then it's usually like smooth sailing. But if I'm like, why are you annoyed at me? And then he's like, I'm not. And then it's escalates. Yeah. But yeah. Something that um, I'm at the very surface level of like researching is like clear content communication. Um, And that's like to be implemented in business and in relationships where you say what you mean and you don't like really mince words. Like, you just say what you feel. And, like, Chelsea and I have been, like, experimenting with it, and I feel like it's helped us a ton. Um, It might not be as, like, sorry. No, I was going to say, because we used to almost 
like tiptoe around what we actually wanted to say yeah and it would it would get us in a fight it was so weird like we're like okay we're actually just trying to be nice to each other but we're both getting frustrated with the other one just not saying what they want or what they mean and that's when like where you get out of sync with each other because you're not communicating effectively and it might not be as pretty to say like what you want like naturally i want to be super nice and say things nicely or do what chelsea wants to do but if she asked me like hey do you want to go i was thinking we could maybe go to the movies instead Mm -hmm. of and then i could be like "Uh, i don't know if i feel like going to the movies where if instead chelsea could say hey i really would like to go to the movies and i could say hey that sounds great i'd love to go yeah because we genuinely want to do what the other person we want to make the other person happy yeah but it gets muddled in i don't know just like trying to be iffy about things like oh i don't know do you want to go to the movies i mean if you want to go okay well i'll do whatever you want to do and then yeah well it kind of feels like a a little fake relationship yeah Yeah. like just say what you mean you're comfortable around your spouse you should be able to say whatever you want yeah what you feel but i feel like we don't do that yeah yeah Yeah. it's weird even with our family members like my mom wanting me to come over for christmas or for chelsea's parents wanting us to come over at a certain time like what we were talking about earlier if we just say hey um we need to go here and like being very direct in all aspects of life and Mm -hmm. i I could be going on forever well and it's not it's not mean no it's just it's true it's just yeah if anything it's like doing a favor it helps them yeah Yeah. just right to the point it gives them a better picture of what you want and what because that's really what other people want is to know what you want like they genuinely want to serve you and and have you be comfortable especially your spouse yeah so if you don't want something say you don't want it if you want something say you want it except for i will say nick was telling me to do this and then i was like i want to go here and he was like you're being kind of bossy and selfish today well look there's a tone involved i know i I actually said this she's like i want it now yeah and i was kind of saying it in a snarky way but i was like okay i want this And She's then, like, I want a new car. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't always have to say yes if you're using content, um, clear content communication. And also, yeah, exactly. I need to preface, I'm not an expert um, yeah. on this at all, but it's been helping a lot. Yeah, it actually has helped us a lot. Well, a lot of times I'll, I'll find myself being kind of pouty. Like, I'll be mad about something <laughs> and not speak and not say anything. Yeah. I'm waiting for JC to ask me, like, what's wrong? Or, yeah. To notice. Say sorry, to notice, yeah. And that's that's kind of selfish. Yeah. I need to put my feelings out there and then we can talk about it. Well, I think that's the main difference between you and I is that I say how I feel and you don't as much. Mm-hmm. Like, which there are pros and cons to both. Like, sometimes I speak before I think or just immediate, like yeah. any... This, just uncomfortable feeling all like i just it comes say out it before you can immediately organize it. yeah whereas life like really thinks before i think i think you really think before you speak which is actually a really good quality I have in a hard some time aspects putting my my feelings into words so yeah I, I actually have to think about it yeah. yeah it is shocking i know we've said this a lot how similar i know your guys's personality which is which is why it's jc was like i don't ever see you getting super 
mad and loud it's because i can't put my feelings into words very well whereas nick is like so eloquent when he feels something he can say it and i understand him completely whereas me i get all these feelings and i'm almost just like a little kid that's frustrated that i can't speak yeah. that's exactly that's, what Leif yeah. says yeah. it is frustrating yeah it is so that's why i get even more mad <laughs> like, because... i don't know and i'm like can you please say something <laughs> just anything and you're like i don't know what to say <laughs> yeah I don't know i'm like yeah and sometimes i do get so frustrated that I just like that I can't speak that I just throw those feelings away almost and just be I'm like okay the argument's over like I love you I'm sorry I, I felt all those things no I, I yeah lost. it's kind of like lost. I did lose but I'm defeated but I'm most like... of the time I'm, I'm okay with it most of our arguments don't it they don't need to be had you yeah know? yeah which life is better not that I'm like I need to have the last word but I'm like Kind of like I just want it to get <laughs> solved and for him to like realize like yeah but Leif is I'm so right genuinely is so humble like he, I don't think you care if you're right like you're just like okay that makes sense and I'm like I would never be able to just be like I mean occasionally yeah but it's if funny. you felt really strongly would you be able to like that you're right would you do you feel like it's right to fight for it back down or actually like, that was a question point? someone yeah, had is is and when you're arguing with your spouse, when do you stand your ground and when do you just give up? It depends what the argument's about, I think. And it depends how passionate you are about it. But I think for me, when I am so passionate about something, sometimes I just need time to see his side or something. But I've told him this before. I cannot apologize to you if I don't mean it. I'm not just going to yeah throw around an empty like i'm sorry you were right if that's not how i feel and usually those apologies turn out to be backhanded apologies which i always yeah. say to nick and i hate them it's like i'm sorry that you got offended by this yeah and I'm so like, mm, that's not an apology <laughs> when i genuinely feel like wait i think i still feel the same way like even after i've heard what you have to say i still feel the way i feel yeah i don't feel genuine saying i'm sorry you're right or yeah, I don't want to give a backhanded apology. Like, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. So I'll just be like, maybe I'll apologize and say, I'm sorry. I just can't, like, I can't understand. Yeah. I, I'm not going to apologize. I can't say That's sorry. That's good. Like, I need time to understand where you're coming from. Like yeah. Leif was saying before, it's like a lack of understanding. Well, yeah. That, that shows love and humility. Yeah. You need your time and it shows that you're wanting to understand, you know? Yeah. Willing to willing yeah 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 i think making a commitment to each other to when you are arguing or having those discussions is to always make sure you're doing it from a place of love and if it's because i don't think it's necessarily bad to come from a place of anger or whatever because that's natural emotions yeah but to not communicate with them at that point because there are times when i'm so upset and i'm and i know i have feelings of my own to work out that i have to say nick like I don't want to leave mad at you, but we're not going to figure this out anytime soon because I can't give you my best self right now. So I have to, you know, go somewhere, go on a walk, do something, and then it gives me time to think about it. And I usually come back more selfless and like, okay, yeah, and I get where you're coming from. Like you're not, whatever. Next, like trying to think of when that's ever happened. He's like, hmm. He's like, you are good at that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I use, and I, it, makes me mad because i don't want to leave at that point it makes me so sad i'm like okay well bye and i usually say it exactly like that bye <laughs> <laughs> love you <laughs> but i'm always glad that i do before i say anything else that i'll regret yeah 
You know, a tip that I have, I think, I don't know if this is just us, but this is something that I need to work on while we're having an argument. I think we need to look at each other while we're speaking. A lot of times I find myself not really looking at you. You know, (laughs) he's like, I'm kind of just sitting there letting letting I can relate. Yeah. Yeah. But if you look at each other, then after a while, at least for me, I'm looking at you and I just, I think this is my my, best friend. This is my best friend. This is my wife. Why are we so angry at each other? other, You know, it kind of, it just lessens the, the heat. Well, Chelsea, didn't you say like you heard something to touch each other, like to be holding hands? Yeah, I heard this thing that when you're (laughs) arguing, try to be like touch, like if you're touching them, like if I'm going like this, it's really hard for me to start yelling at him. Yeah, (laughs) sorry. Or if he has like, Like, oh, we can't tell you what she's doing. (laughs) 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 But you know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're like hand is on you, if your hand is on them or you're touching their leg or something, sick. (laughs) <laughs> then there's no way you're gonna be super mean to them. Yeah, because it just puts them back into it puts it back into perspective. Yeah. yeah, human form instead of monster. <laughs> Literally. Another yeah. thing you can do is just <laughs> 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 like that's just funny. Yeah, that's, yeah. I will say a lot of our fights when start we're arguing with that. And yeah. with a <laughs> yeah, we usually both end. And that's once we release the hot air, then we're dead. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> no, I will say, um, humor a lot of times has gotten us out of a lot of arguments. Yeah. Where because Nick will do something and it's just so outrageous, and I'll start dying laughing, and then I'm just because I'm laughing, I'm starting to realize gotcha. how dumb it is that we're. I know, and I'll laugh. And I'll I just like, distract her. The joke. Oh, we're, yeah. we're done. See ya. He starts juggling. He's like, what do you think now? You still hate me? <laughs> Have you ever told Nick that you hate him? No. Me neither. Yeah. Nick has said, hate a strong you word. hate me, but. Oh. Mm. No, actually, I say, I'm sorry. I say like that asks, to you. Like, I'm like, I'm like, do you, you hate me? But it's, it's kind of a joke. I don't yeah. mean it seriously. I'm I like, don't oh, like you hate that me. one bit. Me and JC always used to say that. Yeah, oh, you, oh, you hate, hate me? me? Awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like if someone ignores your text. Like, you're like, but, oh, you hate me? And not in, like, a very sarcastic way like that. Yeah, Because I would understand. Yeah, Nick gets very mad when I say that. But I, oh, you just it's understandable. Well, sometimes I say, oh, you just literally hate who I am. <laughs> but I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Also, it's I It's like a- if I don't agree with, like, oh, do you like this uh, YouTube like personality i'm like not really i don't think he's very funny and it's like oh you you hate who i am <laughs> well that's me. a joke you know that's a joke um right yeah <laughs> i'm like you don't like the dolan twins you hate who i am <laughs> just kidding okay so what if you are a neat freak and your husband isn't or you're an extrovert and he's an introvert like what if you have clashing sometimes i things. think that's the best combination balances right? each other out yeah it's sometimes hard to, well, both me and Leif are far from neat freaks, which makes our life very hectic. <laughs> Leif's actually getting more what do you of mean? a neat freak. We're looking down the room. <laughs> yeah, this room we're in right now is an example of it. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I think you both have to respect each other's, like how each other 
is is that horrible grammar but <laughs> how, each, how each other's are <laughs> i think you have to respect each other and compromise meet somewhere in the middle where yeah. it's like you have specific roles if you are a neat freak and your husband isn't like I, I think that you need to respect that he isn't like that but he also needs to respect that you are and you somehow meet in the middle where he has specific roles that he needs to do and you need to yeah. be more understanding i don't know sometimes i think it's it's good when you know opposites attract and, and it creates a better combination but then i mean sometimes i think me and nick have we both have pretty strong personalities like it's not like would you agree yeah and so sometimes that's hard because they kind of clash sometimes where it's like we do you know what i'm saying yeah do you I'm, agree i'm listening yeah <laughs> I'm like, are you listening? <laughs> Hold your headphones off. <laughs> no, I just think. <laughs> Hold Chelsea's on. looking at me I'm like, just... I'm not I'm listening. Like, there's a secret meaning. She's no. like, yeah, she's like, do she's you like... catch my drift? It's your time to come in here and save me. <laughs> you uh... cracked the code yet? <laughs> Have you cracked the code? I'm like, you get what I'm putting down? You picking up what I'm putting down? No, I was just going to say, sometimes it's hard because. I... I, I don't really have a moral of that story. I'm just going to say sometimes it's hard because we both have strong personalities. And I, totally. I'm going to save you. Okay, thanks. No, I'm Brad, sorry. he's like, I'm going to save you, Taylor. <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> no, don't cut it out. Yeah. Oh, okay, um, tell us. I, I like it. I literally have nothing. No, um, I feel like <laughs> when you do have strong personalities or in general, like to answer the question, going back to it, I feel like it's important to... And I'm no expert. I'm like talking like I am. I don't know why. No, 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 no. I'm not expert. If you no. have a podcast microphone in your face, you're an expert. <laughs> Perfect. That's what we've learned. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> don't give from credit my, to anyone else. From my it's just yeah, perspective, yeah. I feel like if you like come together cumulatively and like try to form something greater than what you guys are just by yourself, then it's going to be like a more productive loving fun relationship um where like everyone it feels represented and like it's you're both working towards something that's a part of you that's like ingrained in you and i think that's like a a good goal to have for any 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 couple um yeah no i really like that i think it's that's what i actually was going to try and say is when you have such i guess this is i'm not even going with the question about neat freaks and whatever but no, it's it was a it's dumb aligned. question. <laughs> no, I think I was gonna say what you just said. Like, it, you can, you just have to take time to learn how to mesh them to make them into something really great. Like, you could be like this great couple together, or it could just be like clash of the titans. Yeah, all you the time. can either pull apart or you know work together yeah. and build. But up. it takes time. I feel like it's taking us a lot of time to kind of get to know each other's. Yeah. And I think that's that's awesome. And it kind of goes back to that one question. By that's awesome. One of the first questions we had. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say like the, it's easy to focus on your spouse's weaknesses when they bug you, you know, because this person, mm-hmm. I don't know if this person that asked the neat freak thing is, I'm assuming they're married and that's yeah, a thing that's for the situation. them. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's easy to focus on those things that annoy you so much, but when you really stop to think about the things that you absolutely love about them, that there are so many things that Leif, so many qualities Leif has that I don't have that I admire so much and I think vice versa. And it's easy to focus on those 
annoyances, but I think if you can step back, I mean, this isn't always going to be easy, but if you can step back and think about the reason you married them in the first place and yeah. and the things that you absolutely love about them, it's easier to forgive those little yeah. annoyances. No, totally. no, I like that. I w- it just reminded me actually. So Nick's not necessarily a neat freak as much as a sensory boy, as I like to say, where he a gets sensory very, boy. I mean, I, I think life's the same way, like you've said. Like any oh, little totally. noise. Oh, yep. Any little thing, like touching him, it, like sensory overload. And so he gets very kind of OCD about it. And it used to bug me so bad where I just want to shake him and be like, it doesn't matter. Just like, stop. It doesn't matter. But I think now I've started to realize to kind of like help you with it where it's like, okay, that's just how you are. And so I'll even hear things now and I'll say, and I'll like think Nick's going to hate that. And so yeah. I'll be like, okay, we got to fix that. I was impressed. Like in the car or something? Like yeah. a little tap shot and you just know, <laughs> yeah. like later pull over. The side thing, oh, tapping. You no, know, you know he's going to pull over the car. Oh, yeah. To check oh, every crevice. Do you know how many times we stopped on our way from Arizona to California to fix the surfboard on top of his car that was hitting the windshield or hitting the top of his car like ever so slightly? We literally, I'm not kidding, every 30 minutes, I just see his car ahead of me because we were car, we were caravanning, just pull off. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I was like, Nick, let's switch cars or something. I can't. Where were we? Where I had to stop because the light on our car came on for the oh. check. Yeah. yeah, we were coming home from Utah and we were driving Abby, my little sister and her friend. And it took us, I'm not kidding. I think it was literally like 14 or 15 hours. <laughs> or no, 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 it's supposed to be 10 hours and it was like 12 or 13. And I just remember being so frustrated, but now it's yeah, like, I, that's just how you are. And I have to just accept that and help you. And that's just how you are. So that's just how So I if am. he's a neat freak, no, I think it's good. I think I that's like that aspect comes from other brilliant aspects that you have oh thanks man okay no my eyes might be watering baby but not because i'm sad <laughs> not because i'm feeling I'm the love okay what silly thing do you fight about that's actually my last question that i had will you guys answer first do you guys ever fight about lady like how you train her how like anything she's doing yes actually that's a good one i let's just say i don't care about her (laughs) (laughs) i hate our dog no i want to get rid of her no i don't care about leif is just so attached to her i think more than he is with me he spends more time with her than i do more than he's attached no (laughs) no more than i'm sorry more than i am attached to her he's attached to her and he feels so bad like leaving her in her crate like we'll go to work out or something and we'll leave her in her crate for an hour while we work out i am the same and then i want i want to go like food or groceries from whole foods and he's like and i'm just like lady because lady in her crate and he's like yeah i just feel bad i'm like it's been an hour she's fine and he's just like and we'll fight about that or just little things where i'm like and just put her in her crate when we're trying to shoot or something and he's like no, it's fine. I'm that like, is literally me and Nick. It's, she's a dog. Like, she's fine. It's not like I abuse her, but I'm like, <laughs> she's not our, like, she's not a human. Yeah. But Leif just loves her so much. It's cute. But sometimes I'm like. No, Nick matter. does the same thing. I think I've said this before on the podcast as well, where one day we weren't even going anywhere. And he's just like, let's board Sophie. <laughs> I'm like, 
<laughs> why we're not we're home like that's why we have a dog it's just annoying just a little break. yeah <laughs> and like anytime we're out i'm like okay well it's been like certain amount of time we need to go get her it's like we might as well ha- have had kids at that point you no know? you can't leave your kid home well i'm just saying in the time crate. allotment and everything yeah no it's literally Chelsea the same wakes way. up in the morning actually this morning goes good morning beautiful girl how are you sophie as to me i'm like it's like dead quiet like doesn't say a thing to me no uh, and then like, get up quickly to you. I, yeah get up <laughs> get to work <laughs> what are you doing no i'm just kidding that's that doesn't happen very yeah, often no. but no i will i always do i oh sophie my beautiful girl <laughs> you do that to her too though she's just so cute in the morning so she are you is. oh <laughs> oh. oh not even thank you just oh oh am i life do you have any any last words <laughs> oh anything you want to say about the lady thing i have no defense well <laughs> it's probably because you're similar to me where you feel like you're her primary caretaker yeah whereas like awesome there <laughs> I, do, like, I do a lot of the caretaking i know i wake up every morning and take her out no i know he's like i do this this this." no i know you're a primary but it it restricts so it makes you you feel more responsible yeah like i was i was down to get a dog i love her i don't want to get rid of her at all i am i'm okay with taking care of her for sure but i just think when it when it affects my life when it doesn't need to stuff like that where it's like we can go to the grocery store she is fine like yeah it's i would never leave her in her crate for six hours yeah. and like you know but it's just when it's been an hour i'm like yeah i'd like to care? say that i'm not a complete stress case it's just something kind of in the back of my mind you yeah know? well and then the other day we were like hanging out with friends and we left her for a second and he was just like couldn't even have fun for like, like for like ten minutes, he was Aww. just, he was like, just I'm like, not a complete stress case. JC's like, but you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. She's like, yeah, but this example proves it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you definitely that affects you yeah. way more than it affects me. I can t- completely. I'm yeah. like, yeah. oh, she's no, fine. No, Nick is she's the dog. same way. That is so funny. It's, I feel you, Leif. It's good training for me. I feel like for when we have kids. Yeah. I mean, it is something I need to work on being a little less stressed when we're away from her because she's fine. But Leif. Uh, lady looks so good with you. Like the other day when I saw you just holding. We're a great lady. couple. You guys are. Right? Yeah. You guys are, yeah. <laughs> couple goals. Aww. You and lady. She's just sleeping in her crate right now. No, she she really is like she loves life so much and yeah, she tolerates me. But well, when you feel like you're you're like if I'm not thinking about them, who is going to? So mm-hmm. it's like we're not completely useless. Me and Nick, we're like. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I okay. Just let don't. me ask you this, JC. If Leif were to go out of town for like four days, would you board? No. Lady? You already Nick asked me that. Would. I would never. Oh, for sure. Nick does every time without every fail. time. Okay, I feel like it's different because you work. Yeah. And yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's for me, it's like I'm. Home. I would literally have no excuse, and I wouldn't want to. I'd love her company. Like yeah. When like Lane's if you gone, were gonna go like to it. LA though for a whole day, yeah, I'd border. Yeah. Yeah, and like when I had times when I wasn't working um like full-time or going to an office yeah I, you did watch her i would watch her but if i'm gonna go i'm not gonna like stop my day and stop my progress to come back feed her like play with her and go back yeah Makes whereas no that's like and the best part of my day boarding <laughs> yeah, she I was loves gonna say, yeah, she does you love almost feel like they could give her better care in certain situations it's like okay i could come home and let her out of her crate for 
two minutes or she could go play all day with someone yeah, that's like true. it's different Thanks, oh yeah Casey. i will say it depends on this one here okay i'm gonna shout them out this is not an ad it's called arizona canine center the best boarding we've ever tried sophie loves it it's a non non kennel is that what they call it there's yeah. no kennels so they don't stay in different we've tried one where they stay in little glass stalls and it's kind of sad like they just, I will like go in and look and she's like, joking. I care less. Life goes, or Nick goes, eh. Um, I love Sophie, but she's a dog and I know exactly. It. She's a dog. She's a, she's a free spirit. She's a dog. Love her, but leave her wild. <laughs> <laughs> Look, and we'll Anyways, leave you with that. I will say that. <laughs> um, no, I just think it's better. Be- well, I'm saying because she doesn't get let out in the morning until... Like if she has to go pee. We've probably been rolling on this whole dog subject for I a know, while. I'm just it's finishing I'm too. just finishing it with a genuine recommendation. Arizona Canine Center, if you're in Arizona, drop your dogs off there because Sophie loves it. She comes back and sleeps for days. They don't have kennels, so they all sleep in they the drug same her. room. Yeah, she loves it. She loves it. She comes back high. <laughs> no, they, they put them all in a big room, and they separate them by size and energy, and they have all they take them on a walk every day. It is the best. That's nice. Yeah. Cool. So go check cool. it out. Well, also sponsor me. <laughs> Give me a year of free boarding. That'd be real nice. Okay, I have like two more questions. Is that fine, or are we we rolling? Life gave JC the death look. Like we got maybe go. pick one of them. Okay. Hmm, I have two really good ones. Though. Okay, fine. This one's kind of just kind of funny. Okay. What do you think about the saying "all men are trash"? True. Just kidding. <laughs> they are. No, I think That's it's kind of sad. Here's the thing. I think it's kind of sad. I'm all for feminist stuff, but I think it's sad when people bash all men and like literally make them seem like just like men are trash. I think it's funny. Yeah. And sometimes true, but I don't know. There are lots of good guys out there. Yeah. There are just as many bad boys as there are bad girls. Hmm. Girls are not. I would maybe agree with that. Some girls are crazy girls are trash <laughs> like yeah women are trash <laughs> no I, I think i think the saying men are trash is funny though what do you think about it nick i think it's stupid oh what I sense oh, some you, think, you think all I women s- are stupid <laughs> i sense some no passion. the saying is so dumb yeah no i think it's dumb too just like obviously yeah, what too. would i say what am i supposed to say oh i love that saying <laughs> <laughs> he's like yeah i am oh, trash yeah. men are such trash yeah i'm trash no, I think there's some really bad guys or some really bad girls, and yeah, there's My some bad, bad girl. people. <laughs> people in general, yeah. No bad dogs though; they're all good. No. Okay, last one. There are also bad dogs. Most important thing you both individually have done that has helped your marriage. Oh boy! Like, is there something you did as a as a separate individual yourself that has in turn helped your marriage? Hmm. For me, I served a two-year mission for our church. Hmm. And on that mission, you're with a companion for the whole two years. Not the same person, but I had four companions. I was with, with each of them for six months. And that helped me be able to adapt to living with different personalities, different um, different people. And I had a lot of experiences with those different people and it really humbled me and allowed me to yeah adapt to 
those people. So us getting married and living with each other. And then once we get more comfortable with each other and have these emotions that maybe we hadn't had before, I'm able to adapt to that a lot easier. I agree. I think that first off, like missions in general are pretty cool in in that aspect of having to like blend with so many different personality types and you have to live with another man, like another guy. And so it makes marriage seem a lot easier when it's someone you love who's beautiful. Do you think living with a girl is easier than living with a guy? It's a lot more rewarding. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> they like look at each other like. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Well, like, I sure didn't do that I, with my. <laughs> I'm with Leif on that. Like serving a, a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints was a awesome experience, and it helped, taught me lessons that I didn't think would carry into my day to day life and marriage and work and profession. That I, that it did, um, and take away the whole spiritual side and correct me if I'm wrong for you Leif but like take out all the spirituality from the mission I feel like it was still a good thing to do like where I feel like the the lessons like even if the church wasn't true and even if all of that didn't matter yeah even it was still the best two years of your life it was still no no it was definitely not the best two years of my life I'll be very honest (laughs) with that it was a good two years and I enjoyed it and I learned a lot and it was but it was really hard but it was it was really good um in the sense of learning yeah i think in general being out on your own and living with roommates or doing things on your own is good for is honestly probably the best way to prep for marriage having experiences yeah, yeah. Like getting out there and doing things yeah serving people yeah taking care I of can't, I honestly i'm like racking my brain for something i've done i'm like hmm. i think pursuing your own dreams and going and building yourself up personally is the best thing you can do for your marriage at least what i found because you you want to be selfless and you have to you know give up sacrifice certain things but also no one's going to benefit from you suppressing your own desires and your own you know what you were meant to be or whatever yeah so i think for us because we both like we were saying earlier it's like we're both feeling fulfilled in our own lives that we bring that to our relationship where we're both happier and more understanding and you know you can't pour from an empty cup so oh wow yeah nice i was gonna say that i feel like which unfortunately i've kind of regressed in this aspect and not progressed since marriage probably but i think before marriage i had grown to be really independent and that was a good thing i think that i i was very self-sufficient and I didn't really care about, I don't know. I don't want to say I didn't care about other people's opinions because I think I've always been a little bit of a people pleaser, but I went after things and I didn't, I didn't look back. Like I never Mm -hmm. was like, am I doing, I just was like, I love this and I'll go for it. And I think that brought a lot of blessings into my life and made me a really independent person and someone who's not really scared of going after things. And for that, I'm really grateful that I have that quality that I'd kind of, cultivated while I was single but I think since getting married I've almost become more dependent on life because we're always together so I've almost lost a little bit of that independence but I think I'm growing to get it back yeah I've always wanted to ask this to JC <laughs> it's so weird that you took your glasses off <laughs> you look like 
I don't. You look like Arthur, the the aardvark, when he takes his glasses off and his eyes are like that. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Oh my gosh! How he has those big circle glasses, (laughs) but in reality, his eyes are like little dots. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. No, you're the handsomest boy. I'm just handsomest. I don't know what you're comparing me no, to, so I'm having a hard time. Because I looked over and you had your glasses off and it just was kind of funny. <laughs> That's funny. Anyways, um, I'm sorry. I no, I wanted it. to ask JC, like, because I feel like everything that you touch is, like, Cold. successful. Like, it, it seems that way. That, And I know that there's no easy way to do that because it's. I'm sure it's a lot of work. I'm having to figure out, a, like, He's six like, years later. He's like, touch my business. <laughs> yeah, can you please just... <laughs> work work some magic um no but like what is this what what do you do first off jc is extremely confident in herself and in her skills and she's worked hard to develop the skills that she has but secondly she's the most empathetic person that i know and i feel like that benefits you in a business stance so much Mm mm-hmm because she you can just, see multiple she, perspectives. Like she yeah, can put yeah. she herself under, in those she shoes. She understands people and she understands, she just understands things, you know? That makes That's sense. sweet. Yeah, it's like she knows what people want. Yeah. She knows and her she audience. Knows, yeah. That's nice. I don't know. I think, I mean, I don't think every, I mean, I've definitely had like, you know, everything's in waves. Have but, you? <laughs> no, I, I do. Everything is in, goes in waves, but... I think I want to say that I've been lucky in the regard that when I started, I mean, obviously everything that I've started was at a good time. And I think that because I succeeded kind of early on in life, like earlier than most people do, that really built my confidence. And it made me not scared to go after things because I realized that like, I don't want to say I know that I'll always be successful, but but really that is my mindset, is that, like, everything in thus far has shown me that that is who I am and that's who I'll always be. So it doesn't really scare me to start new things because I just, again, it sounds kind of conceited almost to say I know it will be successful, but that is Not genuinely how I feel. Well, you kind of have to have that because... Yeah. And so, and I think for uh, for other people, if they've tried things and they failed and they've tried and they failed, they don't have that like confidence yet because they haven't, you know, they haven't seen yeah. that success yeah. yet. So it's easy to, you know, you only know what your past has shown you. So it's like, if you've failed at all these things, then you think, well, I'll probably fail again. But for me, because I was successful early on at the thing that I love to do, from there on, I had such confidence. It's almost like that's what made it successful is the fact that I just knew it would be instead of like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe, I don't know. You believed it. It just believed in yeah. it with all, everything. And so I don't think that's conceited at all. No. But I, I, I'm wondering because you said like from the beginning, you felt like that helped you a ton. But I don't think that's by chance either. I felt like you put a ton of work into it and you kind of had that personality and that work ethic that made it happen at the same time, too. Yeah, I think I think I've I have been confident and like a hard worker for my whole life, I think. But I do think that they all met up. It's like we were talking about in one of our last episodes. Luck is when preparation meets opportunity. So it's like I did I didn't I wasn't just completely lucky and out of nowhere. I just became successful. It's like 
I had opportunities that were only possible because I had prepared and I was able to then, you know, take advantage of those opportunities and then become successful. And that's like, that's where that luck, what that luck is, I think. But I do think I was lucky that I started at that time. So I was able to see that success and then I was able to build that confidence from a young age. But that makes sense. I also think you're good at seeing opportunities as they come and not having this specific expectation of what you want to be in 10 years it's kind of like in a in a year you're like okay this is good this is what's gonna come like I sense that this is gonna be like big or this is gonna be something that people are gonna want or this is gonna blow up it's like and you and you jump on that and then it like kind of rides out whether the I kind of like we were saying earlier where some people are like well nope I want to do this like if you were to say I only want to be the best wedding photographer there ever was and like which isn't a bad thing no 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 i'm just saying an influencing came along and you're like well no i don't really want to do that because i just want to be a wedding photographer it's like well then then you miss that opportunity yeah then you miss that opportunity and like you're like okay well i can see where this is going and then that has opened up more doors and so you're just kind of yeah not that you you jump on every trend but kind of it's like you have to see what's working and be open to like molding into things not changing yourself but like or you're like well, creating the, the circumstances. Time. Different doors yeah. opening at different times that's and what I, deciding which door to go into. That's what I feel like a lot of times I see you guys doing is creating the circumstances instead of being just like, oh, that's hot selling item or like this is the new thing. You're actually like on the front lines and innovating within yeah. your industry and other industries. And I think that makes the biggest difference. Yeah. Where I don't feel like that's people ask like, my I don't know if they do they probably already know why you're as big you guys are as big and built a brand as big as you have but I feel like that might be why from my perspective well and the other thing one more thing that I'll add before we wrap this up is that like you just have to be genuine and like true to yourself Like in whatever you do, I don't care if your business is something that you know because obviously my business revolves around me as a personality ish so I do have to be extra myself. But in anything you do, like, you just have to be genuine. You have to be honest and you have to be yourself. And that's, like, I really do not think anyone can can find genuine success that's long-term unless they're those things. Like, I don't believe it. And you I've can't seen, have an act for very long. No, and I've seen it so many times where these people just get burned out because I see it from a mile away. They're just not, it's, you can see through it. They're not yeah. themselves. And... Yeah, I think that's genuine. like literally the most important thing in anything in the business you're starting now. It's like as long as you just always remain true to yourself and like you're being honest and you're creating things that you love and you're excited about, like you will find success. I I believe that. Yeah. In my whole heart. Awesome. Awesome. No, I'm, I'm, I want to be like, thank you. I'm like, I'm taking notes. Yes. No. Yeah, that's my, that's my spiel for that. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk, everybody. I'm recording this and I'm going to put it on YouTube. I'm monetizing that. <laughs> on his speech. own channel. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks, JC. We sign here. <laughs> thanks for having me on. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming in. It that was, was a blast. Great. Do you, let's see. Got a blast. Do you guys know? <laughs> let's see if you guys listen to our podcast. Do you guys know, you know, the ge- the general idea of our outro? What do we what do we usually You guys usually do some, some sort quotes? Of quote? Oh, we're not gonna do that this this oh, round. Oh, you guys oh, do good. listen. No, we we gave that up. No, we good. didn't. Nick says awesome. <gasps> we didn't Whoa. give that up. Red. But we're just when when episodes are long already, or when we've talked about 
whatever. We don't we don't feel the need to like get into quotes. Yeah. So we're over that. <laughs> Stupid. That was so 2018. Yeah, come on, Nick. Get with the program. Um so what else do we ask? Or what else do we say? Come on. That's what uh, we said. Yeah. Yeah, but Aww, before cute. that, we tell them if you guys enjoyed this episode, please screenshot it. Put it on your story. You know what else you can do? I'll tell you. You can leave us a review. A nice Five one, stars. preferably. Thing less. But really, we do appreciate your, your reviews, and we read all of them, even the mean ones. And we screenshot <laughs> We right. screenshot them and send them to each other. And talk crap about you. <laughs> no, really, though, thank you guys so much for your support. We love you. And, and that's, that's what, what we said. said. Bye-bye. Bye.